to dress up like hipsters and make fun of our exes. Uh uh. Uh uh. Welcome to the Hot Flush, the world's premiere podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your, your hosts, Mrs. Woog. And Mrs. Berry. Are you feeling 22, Mrs. I'm Woog? I'm feeling 122. Yeah, I'm feeling about 222, I think. We're podcasting from my boudoir tonight because we just sat down and started eating cheese and drinking Prosecco and eating chicken pie and then we thought we didn't want to move no. into the official thing, so I hope the sound is okay. I'm sure it will be fine. How was your week? <laughs> what did we agree we were going to call the title of this episode? Fuck, fucked, and a bit more fucked. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, 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 fuck. That's what this episode is going to be called. So, my wheels went wobbly this week, and if you've I... been reading the blog, you will know that that's what's gone on. I had a friend come over to find me wallowing in my own filth, and she said, What are you? What's going on? What's going on? I said, I'm just feeling a little sad. And she's a great mate, so she's. T- Took me up to my GP. That's and, impressive. Yeah, no, like, and I, I don't know let her do that. I don't know many friends who would actually get you in, the, like, put me in a car and take me to the GP. <laughs> oh no, I was pretty sad. And Jesus, um, oh, it's ovulation week too, and I've oh. just been doing so much research into hormones. Anyway, so it turns out she took my blood. So I walked in there and I said, um, you know, <laughs> hello. And she goes, what seems to be the problem? And I. <laughs> and my husband's going away for a few weeks and my, my son's in a relationship and I'm not managing and I hate all my clothes. <laughs> See, that's the, that, was the, that was the nail in the coffin. <laughs> she just looked at me and said, we're just going to take some blood. <laughs> so my friend came in to hold my hand while she stuck stuck me with the needle. Um, then we had a chat about, like, lifestyle and all of the, you know, mm-hmm. go for a walk and all that boring bullshit. Yep. And then she she handed me my script for my sad pills. Um, and then she had a look at my history. <laughs> and she said, Mrs. Woog, and I said, guess what? She goes, for the last four years, the week after your birthday, you've been to visit me crying. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, I think you might have a little bit of seasonal affective disorder. And I'm like, I'm fucking add it to the list. Add it to the list. Add it to the list. But do you know what? Like, you know how, so it's a week after your birthday. I had a brilliant birthday. Yeah, but every year after Oscar's birthday, I have exactly the same thing. Wow. And my shrink and my GP at different times have said to me, that's connected to his birth and how traumatic it was, how traumatic it was. And he was in, cause he was so prim and you know, yeah. he was in Nick unit and didn't know if he was going to survive and blah, blah, blah. So every year I kind of, we have this amazing, we have this beautiful birthday of like, Oh my God. He's like, you know, he's now 21. He's now, 20, re- now he's 22. Is he 21 still or is he 22? 21. He's no. 21. Oh yeah. He's 21. Yeah. Um, maybe you need to rebirth him. <laughs> 
You know when they wrap them up. <laughs> Can you imagine wrapping, wrapping up the in a doona? <laughs> Darling, don't do that. We're on, we're not recording. Come towards the light, <laughs> and then just sort of shove him back up there. Where, Mama? <laughs> what, Mama? Do get in there. <laughs> I'm trying to repress my feelings. <laughs> Surely I'd have to. I'm do trying to make Mama flotation tanks. Have you ever done that? Been in a no. flotation tank? <laughs> I would have to be severely medicated or intoxicated. I just can't. But my friend Ubercate went. She just did it. That's why. Yeah. Maybe we need to go and do that. Oh God. Anyway, so so what day was that? That was Tuesday. No, Wednesday. No, what day? Thursday. Yes. Monday or Tuesday. That that was, wasn't it? Then you fell off your perch. Uh, yeah. I think it was Monday or Tuesday. Monday. I'm gonna say Monday. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Now, it's not that it, that's it, because the situations that sort of were, the, that pushed you over You know my triggers. Still exist. Yes. So now the question becomes, how can I and your, your friends who are around you support you through the next couple of weeks? Do you know the best thing that when... I have learnt from my monkey brain mm. is that people actually do want to help you. Yeah. You know, like, and, and as my friend, Ms. O'Neill, took me to the GP, I said, thank you, you're such a good friend. She goes, mate, you've done it for me before. And I'm thinking, I have as well. Yeah. And people actually want to help you. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was sick a few months ago, uh, like a month yeah. ago, I had that blurred dent. Mm. Um, and people were dropping around food and, oh, people are beautiful. It's because you're a good person, Mrs. Woogs. <laughs> I can feel my, est- uh, my estrogen rising. <laughs> All the people that hate it when we eat on the podcast. Oh, they're hating this right now. I know, right? Can you stop? I'm eating a chicken pie from the Linfield Butcher. Especially imported. Because she requested I, it. I requested it because I have had a day, haven't I, Mrs. Wu? <laughs> Tell me about your day, darling. And I also, just to put it out there, Mercury Recrogade, whatever that crap is. Oh, that's around. such bullshit. Well, I'm trying to blame it on something. Listen, if someone comes at me with another... Oil or a fucking crystal. Or a I'm going to shove it up their clacker with a level of force that is With a not... smudging stick? <laughs> Are you going to shove it up with a smudging a I'll smudge smudging it up. That's stick. what I do. I'll get the crystal and I'll pour the oils over it and then I'll shove it up their clacker with the sage stick as like the sort of plunger behind it. <clears throat> oh, dear. I just, look, I get that we all come from the earth and that we're all tied to, I do, I get that. And I, I just. Oh, and I forgot the other thing is, um, I forgot, can I just go back to my GP visit? Yes. And then I started crying because I've lost some friends recently, Mm. um, too early. And then I told her I thought I had bowel cancer, which I have absolutely no symptoms. So I've got to do a poo in a bucket and stick the stick in and send it off. And I, uh, once I get that back. And get my bloods all clear back. I think my what's that? I so wish I was here when you're doing it. Munchausen by proxy. We can do it later. I just I have a couple. I just want to be on the outside of the bathroom hearing you go. Oh my god! You know it's not going to be. I think you're going to have to do it for me. I'll do it. No, if I pooed in the ice cream container. Yeah. Apparently, one of my friends was telling me that they had her husband doesn't. Oh no, it's Mrs. Jenkins. Yes. Her husband has a special, because he's an older gentleman, yes. a special ice cream container 
that he uses. Oh. And it's tucked under there and it's only to be used for stool collection. Oh my God, I can't believe we're talking about this. I'm sorry, Debbie Jenkins. Can uh, everyone just please note that we're talking about Mrs. Woog's poo, not mine? <clears throat> I'm so proud. Tell I'm me, so proud of you. Look how far you've come. Let me let me cheer myself up. Tell me about how shit your day was today. Go. <laughs> so, um, we have I have filled you guys all in over the last few podcasts about one of my boys who currently, well, no, not currently, uh, was, was going to university in Bathurst. <clears throat> this was number two. He was doing a transition year up there to then go into be doing paramedicine. This all fell undone last year and he actually failed two subjects, which he then failed to tell me or anyone else in his life. And then led to him sort of perpetuating a false lifestyle. Well, not a lifestyle, a false existence. <clears throat> until like Tom Hanks in the terminal? A little bit, yes. Until He's of just course, around. Until, of course, it all just fell in a complete big mess heap and he was had to come clean, right? Which is pretty shit. <laughs> so it's been a pretty tough year for him in terms yeah. of that regard and some big life and he's lessons. He's a lovely boy too. And he is the best 19-year-old in the world. He is emotionally articulate and in some, rega- in some ways incredibly emotionally mature. And then in many other ways, very much a 19-year-old boy. And this is... This is new terrain for me, and I think it's new terrain for a lot of us out oh, there. Oh, I'm putting my hand up. Hello. Like, I'm no longer raising a son. I'm, yeah, he's, a, he's an adult. He's, I'm guiding him. And, well, and not even... Even that's a generous description. So he is so... He is in a complete no-man's land. He doesn't oh, really... I reckon it's tough, these He kids. doesn't want to go... He doesn't really want to go back, but then he knows that... He probably should because then, you know, instead of a cert four in university preparation, he'd have a diploma and that then if he did want to go on to university and do, you know, paramedicine or nursing or whatever he wanted, that's going to be better for him. Um, and I, we actually had a real heart to heart where I said to him, I, I don't, I don't know. I said, as a parent, this is brand new land for me. I don't know what to be saying to you and what to be telling you and... All I can say is I'm here to, as a sounding board and maybe we can muddle through this together. And I reckon <clears> it's <throat> tougher than when we were kids, Kim. It I, is I so hard. And today he, he was so so he he made the decision, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go back. And and this is where of course then I as a parent just go, it's only one day a week. It's two subjects. They're both on the same day. He has to go up to Bathurst on a Wednesday night and come back the Thursday afternoon. Done. So he's still living at home. He's still seeing all his mates. He's still got his you job can keep in an Sydney. Eye on him. I can keep an eye on him. Like the whole thing, right? Yeah. He misses the train. Yeah. So Was that deliberate, do you think? Yeah. Yeah, right. I don't yeah. I mean, he was like, the train, we got stuck in really bad traffic and then the train and the bus almost had an accident on the bridge. And, oh, yeah, and I'm like, yes, yeah, but avoiding what? Avoiding the behaviour. But how much time did you leave for that bus yeah. you know, to be getting into the city? Like, So I then booked him an Uber for 3.30 this morning to get him to Central for the 4.23 train. <clears throat> and then I do actually still have him on Find My Friends on oh, my awesome. phone. Well, I said to him, I don't track you i don't stalk you 
it's really just there for occasions like if you're when you are working if i wake up at three o'clock in the morning and you're you're not home home from work i I know you're at a mate's house i can see where you know and um anyway i i could see that he was at mount victoria now for those who don't know sydney or the any of this area mount victoria is the basically the furthest point on the blue mountains before you go down the other side of them into a town called lithgow and so he was which has the best mcdonald's in new south wales yes so basically what i could tell from that at the time that he's in mount victoria was he had got the train to lithgow and then there was a bus from Lithgow to Bathurst and he hadn't done that. And he'd got to Lithgow and he had literally just got back on the train and was coming back. But this is when I came undone, right? Because I sent him a text and said, just checking in, are you okay? Like, where are you at? You know, nothing. Naughty. And of course, I and I don't want to say to him, I can, you know, see where you are or, you know. <clears throat> so I'm at work and I'm just refreshing, 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 like where he is on Find My Friends. And then I realised he was in Mount Victoria, but he was not on the train. And I'm like, fuck, what's he doing? And of course, that's when my penchant for melodrama... Your monkey brain kicks in. My monkey brain kicks in. And I'm thinking, here's a kid who is like so confused and so worried that he's letting me down and so worried he's making the wrong decision and, and doesn't know what he wants to do with his and life. He's, and, and he's very bravely heading back to somewhere that probably doesn't have a lot of great memories for him. He didn't. This was a whole thing for him. He felt like he was going back with his tail between his yeah. legs. And that's hard for anyone, particularly a 19-year-old yeah. young man. So anyway, he ended up in a park in Mount Fuck. Victoria. Okay. And I was like, what do I do? Do I just call the police and get them to do a drive-by just to check that he's not topped himself or that he's not... That was my concern. I thought, he's going to bloody wander off into the bush in the Blue Mountains. And I'm, you know... So, but I reached a point where I went, I have to just let him go. Yeah. I can't keep... I can't harass him to call me. I can't... I just have to give him space. Now, as a parent... It's incredibly hard to do. That's not, well, that's not what we're raised to be parents to my do. My mum still can't give me space. My mum doesn't give me space. I haven't had a minute's space from my mother in like 46 years. So I'm just like, and even my colleague, my beautiful colleague Doris was like, and I was sort of fine, you know, I just was going to her, oh my God, you know, and she said, you need to get out of this office, go yeah. for a walk. And, and because as you are ruminating over those really unhelpful thoughts, and then you're snatching onto other other ideas of what could happen, what could happen, yeah. what could happen. And hello, why do you think we're all so fucking stressed all the time? I know. And do you know, I was sitting at my desk and I, I felt and like... Sometimes I, technology works against us. I physically could actually feel myself aging. Yeah. Like I actually could feel like my skin was like becoming sallow and papery. I read the and, most extraordinary article about papery vaginas today. We might come back you? to that. Oh, yes. yes, please. And so, and Rob actually said... You need to back away from find my friends <laughs> and give him the respect and privacy. Yeah. And I went, yeah, you're absolutely right. So is he going to stay on campus, off campus? He was going to go up and I had said to him this year, because I couldn't help with his residential fees last year. Yeah. And I said, so I said to him, you know, I would like to help you. Now I'm back at work. I would like to help you. And I think I'll give you like, a hundred, you know, a hundred, a hundred dollars a week. Would that help? And he went, oh, mum, that would just make the hugest difference. Yeah. 
So I said to him when we had this huge heart-to-heart the other night, I said, because oh, I was saying, have you got a friend like who lives downtown who you can sleep on the couch? couch? And he said, I don't know any of them well enough, you know, that I would feel comfortable doing that. He's a handsome boy. Surely he can right? pick out. Yeah, I don't think he does too badly for himself. Anyway, so I said, um, although that does put a bit of pressure on, isn't yeah, it? So that's Every curry. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> must shower. Must use deodorant. Must brush teeth. And, uh, yeah, and I said, okay, why don't we just find a budget hotel? Why don't we stay in a room above one of the pubs? 89 bucks at the George Hotel, which is where we, we did our... We hosted our Bathurst. We hosted our inaugural live... I'm putting air quotes. Workshop. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 89 bucks, and I'm like, sorted, you know. Yeah. Oh, and they'll give him a deal if he's staying there. Yeah. Or, you know. And anyway... We gave them a couple of good shout-outs on Instagram. Instagram. We've got to come back to Instagram. <gasps> Oh, yes, we do need to come back to that. And so... I almost got in a fight with Em Rushkiano today. You did? Oh, who doesn't? Um, oh, I like her. I know. I, I, and I have no grounds for not liking her. Like, no grounds. But no, she's, she's just cool. not my cup of tea. She's cool. I don't I like know why. I, if I met her, I would probably think she's awesome. So, really random. Just haven't sort of known her in that public space, so don't really feel the passion for her as so many do. Huh. Anyway. So, uh, yes. Yeah, do you so, like Celeste Barber? Uh, yeah, I love her. She's funny. She is very funny. I love everyone. But she is, like, how's she going in the States? Oh, my God. Like, just so successful. Mrs. Jenkins got me tickets for my birthday. Aww. And Mrs. Goodman as well. Anyway. Anyway. So, anyway, he then came... Can I just he, add that we're doing this without any notes tonight? Because yeah. we, just, we just wanted There's to There's no chat. notes. There's can't be notes tonight. So, no note night. No note night. And so, anyway... There might be some bubbles. He's home. I haven't spoken to him. He hasn't responded to anything that I did. I think he just needs space. Tomorrow night, um, Rob and myself and the rest of the boys are going away for the weekend for the Berry family weekend in Wollombi on the edge of the Hunter Valley. Fun. He's working. He's working, I think, Friday, Saturday night and Sunday night. Do you know what I was thinking about? A thousand um, download parties should be at the Crowsness Hotel. Oh, yeah. We'll do it upstairs. So we can organise that. We'll get a date out to you soon because we've got lots of people that want to come along to that. That would work. And it's just going to be drop-in, not ticketed. No. You know, no, just, just come and have cash. a drink. Come and have a drink. We might give you some um, spring rolls. And um, you can have a selfie with Kim. <laughs> what does that mean? Because you're an influencer. Am I an influencer? You are such an influencer. I'm okay. not an influencer. Tell me. So uh, Instagram, so Instagram shaking today, it up. Um, and I'm not, a, like, you're on Instagram more than I am. Like, it's your thing. Yes. I'm more mm. of a writer. <laughs> of course you are. I'm more highbrow than you. <laughs> Even though you edit a magazine for anything. Oh, I bought you the latest issue to show Oh, you. excellent. I can't wait. It's got a delightful, um, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, image on the front of some sort of robotic automation system oh, for packaging. See, the pizza must be here. Anyway, let's push on. Um, yeah, so Instagram today has rolled out the the feature that you can't see how many likes you're getting on a post. I'll be out in a sec. Um, you can't, which of course means nothing to me, made no difference to me because my 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 no. mine is a business page anyway, so yeah. I can get whatever I need to get from it. But a lot of the big big sort of you know eight million followers. My favourite was uh, an Australian bikini influencer called Tammy 
how brow or membrane or something like this. <laughs> she has vowed to quit the platform. Oh! And said, fuck off Instagram. Uh, but she actually makes her whole life is Instagram. So that's curious. I wonder where she's going to flash her, you know, lady garden to the rest of the world from now on. Well, the interesting thing is, and I've tweeted today, which got a lot of retweets, because I'm a writer, of course, and so... You're, you know, yeah, well, Twitter's like, much more, yes, yes, that's right. It's one of the writers. That's when I sort of say, that's where those Richie Glover, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> James Valentine, I love you. <laughs> to all the old men. Um, and so I sort of said, I predict in six months' time, the average look rate of the McDonald's staff is going to be quite gorgeous. Wait, the look staff of the what? McDonald's. Yes, staff. Yes, in about six months. Time, oh, are going yeah. to be stunning. <laughs> boobs and lips and lashes and tits and hips and and like, I think that's going to be fabulous. That is fabulous. Don't you reckon? I told you about when I went, and to that's that. when Em Rush oh. did not like what I had. Oh, say. really? Because apparently all of those people have a right to you know that. No, actually, vapid, I'm going to pull you up. That completely vapid lifestyle. I'm going to pull you pull up what actually she did okay so this is an influencer oh okay read it uh, uh, the, the top bit yes oh are you for or against instagram taking away the number of likes shown yes or no <laughs> you have to read it out again so people can, can work it out oh my god are you for or against instagram taking away the number of likes shown yes or no <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. And then I write, there should be some sort of intelligence testing for Instagram <laughs> influencers. Yes. No. And then M came back to me. Oh, dear. You still get your personal metrics in the analytics section as a record. It won't affect anyone too badly. I don't get the influencer hate. They're not hurting anyone. If you don't like it, what they're hocking, scroll on. I think they are hurtful. I think it is harmful. I think they are. T- well... You know, I love looking at people it's like... It's the complete dumbing down and Ruth, vapid like dietization of our... Ruth Breton, right? Popular culture. Ruth Breton. Yes. She cooks, she has a farm, she does ceramics. Yep. I love that Instagram Yes, thing. I love yours. Yes. Because it's ironic and quite often self-deprecating. Yes. But when you do have... Honestly, I had um, Harry and his mates were over this morning and they were showing me the Instagram... Uh, accounts of some of the girls at their school <sighs> I know and my friend Marina like and the Instagram feeds of of like her friends like her daughter's friends and that group they're in sixth grade it's well, these not, girls are in year nine and good. ten and they're in bikinis and they're pouting and they're gorgeous but I yeah. always think of of me back at that age and not being gorgeous and do you know what I mean? I was thinking, how would that make the the girls who aren't who the smart well, girls? Well, you know, these well the hope well the hope girls. the hope is that you know the space is big enough for all. So if you if that is your thing, like fashion and beauty and and clothes are your thing, and I honestly, then you've got it. I but do if you have me. snark <laughs> and self deprecating humor and like to mock those, you know, who like. Oh, we can't all be so bloody good all the time. Do you know what I mean? I I know. Em, come on, lighten up. You take the piss all the time, mate. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I I digress. 
and where was I going with this? But I do take um, influencers that I do trust. I do take recommendations from them. Yes. And I've been working in the space for 10 years and I would never flog something that I didn't 100% no, believe in. exactly. And that's why I'm poor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was never, like, that was why I never had the stratospheric rise of the mummy blogger because I couldn't write about my suicidal thoughts one day and then promote a range of bunk beds the next. I'm sure you could. You just didn't push yourself. I probably enough. could have. I did it once, and then a friend said to me, "Oh, Kim, I can feel your toes curling as you write that." And, I, and that was sort of like, "Oh fuck, okay." Well, the jig's up on that then, isn't it? See, because I quite, I find it quite challenging. I quite like it. They're yeah. the ones I have to work really hard. But get at. this now. Get this now. Like, if I need to write a story as part of a package that we've given for someone, do you ever not eat? Really. Mm, <laughs> Really? As my chins and my gut would constantly, you know, attest. I haven't eaten much today, though, because my guts were just like, I was so I was stressed in a today. restaurant the other day. I was at the bottom. God, I was stressed. Oh. Kids. Um, and my friend said to me, oh, you've got such thin legs. And I just took out my shirt in the middle of the restaurant and made my guts talk to them. Hello. No. My name is Gin and Tonic. <laughs> You are eating. You just you've just nailed a pie. You are eating. I've eaten about half a block of um, the triple. Uh, who was it? It was triple udder. I think they're called. No, something udder. Udder delights, which is an Adelaide cheese company. Their triple their triple cream brie. And you're going to roll a piece of pizza in a minute. Yeah. And then I'll probably go home. I don't know what they've had at home for dinner. Oh my god! So Rob today peak parent peak parent. He had to stay home because the NBN guy was coming. Oh, fucking NBN. So this morning, still don't have it, might add. Are you having to cough up that money? Uh, no, because apparently in the last week, the NBN has has acknowledged that it needs to pay for the connection to come to the house. Did you but write apparently... a letter to your local member like you tend to do on when you're banky? Hey, do you know I didn't? Was that Jonathan O'Day? Oh my god, that was a missed opportunity. No, Jason Falinski. Jason Falinski and you. You're having an affair, I'm sure. <laughs> it's like, there's that Kimberry Moan box again. Oh. What's she going to bitch about me this time? <laughs> Just wrap that blue tie around my neck. <laughs> Drape it over my face. Tie my tie my hands together. Oh, I just can't see. I just can't come in like no, 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 no. I can just no, imagine I, you I, as I, a, li- a, a liberal member's trophy wife. <laughs> can you imagine? I would be so good at like talking the talk and then secretly just like you know like being like the ultimate mole in the like oh, for the God. for the for the communists. Hey, um, so Rob today had to stay home. So this morning he dropped Jasper up at the in-laws because he went up early to Wollombi. Then he came home and then he had to take Zelda to the vet because she had a mysterious lump on her back, which the vet said is an allergic reaction to the microchip and they've only ever seen it once before and it will resolve itself. How much is everyone, that? Is everyone still listening? How much, <laughs> how much did that cost you? Yeah, I don't know. And then, of course, he had Oscar home. So he just had Oscar just, you know, he said he was on Death a... by a thousand questions. He was on a, a, like, a meeting. Like, he was in a meeting. So he had his ear pods in, like, on like at the meeting. And Oscar's like, make, oh, Rob, make my rolls. Rob, make my rolls. And he said, so I'm in the kitchen making, like, making him lunch. Like, while I'm in this meeting with people in Mountain View in 
Do you know Mr. Wiggle's home today? And um, I, I just, he needs to go back to work. Um, he spent two hours putting a new tyre on a bike before he realised he'd put it on the wrong way. And he kind of, he kind of, expl- I could see him through the kitchen window. <laughs> and he's looking at this thing. And then he, I saw him sort of grasp his palms and kind of have one of those like shaking moments. Yes, yes. And I said, everything okay? And I put the kettle on. I thought, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. And he goes, no, I've just spent two hours putting the wrong tyre on the fucking... As I made him a cup of tea. I said, mate. You're a good woman. And I said, yeah, I am. And then he had Grandma come downstairs. <laughs> that was Woogs. Oh, who was do Woogs. you think it was? Who? As works, she just because we're not, you know, we forget where we are. We're fast and loose tonight, girls, because we've had a shit week. We had a shittiest week, Jesus. And so, not as shitty as Tammy, Tammy Eyebrow Winterbottom, who's just so, who's just gone. No one's going to look at my Moody anymore. <laughs> Tammy Eyebrow. <laughs> oh, I think we need to. Have who's going to pay for my fake tan? We're going to take a quick break because the pizza's here, and we'll come back shortly oh, okay. after. No, this. no, wait, wait. Because I was finishing the Rob story. Okay. He even got the mum coming down from upstairs saying, <laughs> are you working today? When I have told her, and I, you know, we're working from home or he's working from home, she'll still come down and and not check whether you're on the phone or like in the middle. And she's like, oh, are you working today? So she had that and she had, Os- and he had Oscar and he had to make Oscar's lunch while he was on a work call. And he's still with you. And he's like peak, peak parent mode. And meanwhile, I was at work worried that Felix was talking himself okay, in a park in Mount Victoria. and with that, we're going to yawl and tend and young and lovely the girl from Impanima goes walking and when she walks the tanny eyebrow goes Oh, we're back. We're back. We've just had a pizza. Can we just have a catalogue of what I've eaten since I've been here? Yes, sure, because I think most of, most of our beautiful <laughs> listeners have heard you eat every single bite. So I, uh, yes, I have a bottle of Prosecco. I've had a bottle of Prosecco, bar one, gla- one large glass that went to Woogs. And then I've had half a block of cheese and probably half a packet of crackers. No, but it wasn't and just any cheese. No, it was a triple cream brie <laughs> from the Adelaide Hills. Then I had a chicken pie from the butcher. Chicken and leek pie. How chicken good is that pastry. pastry? But the filling is also yeah, on point. And then I, I did. I only had one slice of pizza, so that's how okay. good was that pizza? That, that lamb and rocket. And, Shout oh. out to Pizza Ola at Roseville. Pizza Ola. Mm. And then oh, and we just had the best chat with Mister Week. So for um, those and then who you are, had some twisties. Oh, and then I just had dessert of uh, some chicken twisties. Um, so, and we actually haven't brought any food into the room. So that's probably quite Apart refreshing for a few of you. Uh, so we just had the most, so for those of you relatively new to the podcast. And there are quite a few. There are. Welcome, one and all. Uh, it is well established that Mr. Woog and I will basically hook up if something happens to uh, Kate or to Rob. Yeah. Because we're just... Like two peas in a pod, aren't oh, we? Oh, God. Oh, it's trying to drag them away from each other. It's an absolute punish. <laughs> anyway, we just had the most delightful session of catching up and basically just bitching about our teenage children. I don't think I've ever heard Mr. Wood swear so much. I know. He was in peak swear land. And he just... <laughs> just poured himself a scotch and sat down next to Kim and said, right. Right. 
that little C F and B. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So I know um, that there are many of you out there that have similarly aged children to us. There's also a we lot of you. We are the sandwich generation. We are, course. but there's also there are a lot of you that do have younger children. So we and grown up children. Uh, yes. So I just, but just, uh, just for the moment, we all agreed that this is the shittest time when you have. Can we just teenagers. have a shout out to all of us? teenagers and young adults where you are shifting from that zone of really being the one in in control and in power and in authority to not having any of those things anymore and it is and they take up so much space they take up space they're expensive they make mistakes that you have to let them make they need braces i just explained to, to kim how um, I've just been starting writing freelance and all of my pay in the last week has gone to pay for Horatio's maths tutor. Yeah. Do you think he gives a shit? No. Oh. No, he doesn't. Fuck. Wow, that's cheery, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> losing listeners by um, the minute. Here can today. I tell you? So, I, apart from today being particularly shitty... This week we And this week being just generally a write-off. Uh, I went to Adelaide on the weekend for Becky's uh, 50th. Becky, Becky is, is Rob's wife. Rob is. Rob is my partner and my boyfriend. Uh, Becky and Rob are still married. Uh, Becky lives in Adelaide with her partner, Simon. Oh, totally normal. And, uh, yeah, and it's just not particularly important or on the agenda for... Rob and Becky to get a divorce, and nor is it for me and Simon. Uh, they're all everyone's very close, and they're still, um, they're sort of, I mean, they're family. So, anyway, so we went down, I went shopping. Those of you who follow me on Instagram at All Consuming are very well across my uh, new chic cape. With I a even faux tried, fur lining. I tried it on, I said, I am very elegant. You are, you are very elegant. And I also got a black dress for summer and I got, guess what I got? A fine knit. I got a fine knit. A fine knit. Isn't that the best? Is it a merino knit? I think it is actually. Yeah. Because they keep you toasty but you can rip them off and they've got very good wicking qualities. I see. I see. I'm so tired. I know. Same. I'm so tired. Let's look at some reader questions. Oh, and you know what we meant to do? Be cheerful and engaging in our content. <laughs> uh, no, what we were meant to do. Remember, there was heaps of questions last week, and oh, we never. No, but let's like. Is that done? No, I think we're done because we talked about anxiety in teenagers, and we've already gone through that. And then the the mumbers, the Byron Bay influences, and I'm just that's dumb. But Jenny ah, <laughs> sex. How much is considered normal in your forties and fifties, Jenny? Well, as part of my research as to why I've had the sads all week. I have worked out, um, I've gone through, there is four cycles during your menstrual cycle. Yes. And uh, I watched uh, an American clip today. I really need to get a hobby. American (laughs) clip today um, talking about how this gyno can actually tell by looking at, um, and she calls it the biggies and the little lips. Oh, my God, is this, am I just going to really get really angry now? No, and she said, like, you just, the lube disappears. So it can be quite painful for women in their late forties oh, yeah. to fifties for having sex. Yeah. Um, but as far as yeah, normal, paper vagina. 
normal. I think that that just totally depends depends on you and your relationship. I mean, if if you're like the hornbag next to me here, who's in the throes of like new love, even though it's been three years, but you're still both revolting. Yeah, that would be a lot. Whereas, like, I would be like, oh, there's no one at home. Yes. Let's go. Because at night time, I just don't feel like it. I'm too tired. Yeah. I don't like doing you it at night. You can wake up in the middle of the night and do it. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, when you get up to, the, when you get up to do the wee. Oh, and I absolutely broke myself off on Sunday night. <laughs> so, poor old man. Oh, anyway. Hey, um, what, but one thing. I need us. No, 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 wait. What is sex? No, no <laughs> One thing I wanted to say here was. <laughs> and can, shut up. Andrew says, exactly, I'm dead from the neck down. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> In all seriousness, though. I wish I was having sex, Julie said. I'm as horny as a goat herd. I know. Where's your... Get a vibrator. Who was that, Julie? Julie. Julie, get a vibe. If you're not getting it from your man, get it from a vibe. No, no. in all seriousness, one of the things I wanted to say here was... I mean, Rob and I are in a very different place from a lot of people because we have only been together for three years and we, ser- and we haven't had kids together. Kids together ruins everything. <laughs> We should all know that. It fucks everything. And now I can hear everyone turning off. Why? Because you've just said that to all the people on this podcast who've got, like, kids. Yeah. No, listen to me. So and the other thing the is... The difference is... Stop! The thing is, is it's, it is so individual. It is between you and your partner. And sometimes that means a, a bit of an uncomfortable and a bit of an embarrassing conversation if suddenly you're at a new place and you, you need to articulate that to your partner. And it doesn't have to be what we what we all think is sex. It actually, the thing that's important in all of this, oh my God, she's rolling her eyes. Oh my God, I've the just seen the back of my brain. that is important in all this is oh intimacy. God, here we go. It's intimacy. That's, if you don't have the intimacy, the sex is immaterial. Well, I helped my husband put a tire on a bike today. I think exactly. That's sexy. It's, for some people, that is a sign of intimacy and love. I made him a cup of tea when he realised he put See? it on the wrong. Exactly. You made him a cup of tea when he stood out there and, and sort of had little tiny fists of rage because he'd been doing oh something wrong God, for two it was hours. So funny! <laughs> I wish I'd filmed it. So think about it in those terms. What would you actually love? Is it that you would love that your husband actually just rubbed the back of your neck when you were watching telly, or is it that you know that when you actually went to bed that you did spoon, or that they tickled your back, How too or that hot. they no get away? Ew. I know. Do you know I fall asleep spooning with Rob? I've never been able to spoon in my life, and now I can't fall asleep if I'm not. In a spoon with Rob. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want to... And the other thing I have to say on this is we are not designed to live as old as we do nowadays, right? Because you normally pop your clogs about 35. Going back a couple hundred years. What did you just call it? Pop your clogs. Pop your clogs. Pull, fall off the perch. You know what I mean. Yes, I do. Um, so I, I totally think that a lot of times... The third and fourth and fifth marriages, are, they make a little bit of sense because you go through a period of time with your partner and you either grow together or you grow apart. Yeah. Am I Oprah? Mm. No, because she's not married. No. I reckon we're sort of Australian. We're, we're Australia's Oprah. Okay. Well, we, can we put that in the title somewhere? Okay. Australia's Oprah. We should invite her onto the show. Oh, she would... 
for sure be up for that. Okay. Put that in the notes. Put it in the notes. Yeah, oh, the, okay. The, hello, Oprah. This is our episode titled Fuckity Fuck Fuck Fuck. <laughs> and I had all my clothes and I cried at my GP this And week. I have to do a poop test and maybe you can scoop it out of the ice cream bucket for me. There's a lot of talk about poop tests. Someone had did, did one in November and put it in the freezer and forgot about it. She wanted to know whether it was okay to send it off. Not if it's been in the fridge. You can't freeze it. It can only be in the fridge and it has to be sent within 24 hours. Okay. Karen, Kim, I'll be in New York at the same time <gasps> celebrating my 50th. Husband was meant to be organising something on the day but hasn't. Have you got any tips? Uh, yeah. Get I, a new husband. Yeah. Take a friend, not the <laughs> husband. That would be my tip. Fucking loser. <gasps> Is that you at the Prosecco talking? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. He's going there for her 50th and he can't be asked to no, organise one each. No, like... no, I think he's organiser and he's playing dumb. Well, let's just hope that's the case. And what was who was it who said that? Oh, I don't know. If, if, was it? Oh, Karen. Well, and Karen, if he hasn't... Send him over to Kim. Just send me a message. Send me a Facebook and message. And take her out for a drink. And we will take you out. Okay. Oh, actually, that could be really fun. Let's yeah. go out and get hammered together that night. Carolyn. I'm serious, Karen. We put a note under yeah. her note. The secret to a good selfie, you two seem to have nailed it. I've struggled recently with your selfie challenge. Hard to get a decent shot. Could ask my 18-year-old, but she thinks, but she thinks would comment something along the lines of, oh, sad mum. Well, Again, we, teenage children. They are not good for Absolute your... Absolute fuckers. <laughs> um, and, you know, as we said in last week's... Uh, high and tight. High and tight. Who's that? That's Carolyn. Carolyn, high and tight. Um, and remember Shoot from when, above. Remember when we were with Georgie Gardner and they took that... <laughs> we were trying to take on a and we, selfie. Oh, my God. And then the producer said, I'll take it. And I swear to God... Kate looks like she's on uppers and I look like I'm on downers. Like I look like I've had a stroke on uppers. <laughs> Let's be honest. She's just like as high as a kite and I'm standing there and my eyes are half blinking and I'm like, ah, how you going, love? <laughs> you all look like you're about to eat, Georgie. <laughs> I do. I totally look like I'm a pack woman about to munch into, an, into her side boot. Okay, Jackie, I love this question. Why are my farts so loud and juicy? <gasps> Probably not the right description, but they sound like the noise... You make blowing a raspberry on a baby's tummy. <laughs> Tanner, where are you? Poise, where are you? This is what we need to talk about. Why are they? It's everything to do with your diet. Oh, I love ripping off a good fart. I, I don't really seem to do them anymore. I'm not, not fart, like a fart. But Do you have a shart? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's bad. That's bad. That's See, that's another part of getting older. I never did that until I was in my 40s. Sharting. Yeah. I find it like it, it's more probable if I've eaten greasy food. Yes. It's always got to do with a, if you've had something, a lot of fat. Um, Wendy wants to know when the Oh, no. The reason. So maybe oh. look at like a FODMAP diet because it's got to do with your actual, like it's got to do with your body's digestion. My mum. Oh, no. I oh, there's all this sort of. Sh- no. There's all this sort of shit around about gut health too. Gut health is huge. My the, gut is huge. Yeah. My guts are huge. My gut health, I suspect, is not great. Um, and they've now linked, like, gut, your microbiome in your gut to your mental health. And if there are particular enzymes missing and proteins missing in your gut, that are, they are directly linked to people who have, a, who have chronic 
uh, chronic history of depression. But apparently, chicken and leek pies are good. I hear that chicken and leek pies, chicken twisties, and prosecco, triple brie, cream brie, uh, cheeses, hot salty fries, diet all, coke, a diet coke, all very good, all very good for your gut microbiome. I'm just so sick of my body falling apart and my brain falling apart. And why is, do I have a golf club in my room? I don't know. But this is, do you know, this is what I've been thinking this week. One of my things this week has just been like, I am so sick of my body hurting. My feet hurt. My thumb joints hurt. Can we talk I about always your have knee? a headache. Tell us about My what? knee. Oh! So when I went to Adelaide on the weekend, I was, I had to get, so I was leaving through Sydney Airport on a Friday evening. So peak as, you know, Friday evening at City Airport is on par with Monday touch, morning. Did you touch the blue trays? I uh, know. I put things in them and I lifted them out, but I didn't. Well, I had to kind of touch them to, you know, unstack them to put my things in them. Anyway. They are the most unsanitary thing at an airport. So I got off the train, the airport, you know, the train that goes to the airport. Which is a fucking rip off. It's very expensive, but it's a lot cheaper than a taxi or an Uber. Anyway, this is so boring. I know, it really is boring. Anyway, I tripped up the stairs because I was... Up or down? Up. And let Which me just, stairs? Uh, so when you're coming, uh, just... You've gone through security? No, no, no. No, I'm still coming out of the airport, like the train part. Oh, so there were heaps of people around. So if you would imagine, <laughs> picture this. On either side of the stairs is an escalator going up and an escalator going down. And those escalators are packed with people with, you know, their stupid carry-on luggage bags. You know those drag, you know those little carry-on luggage that you drag along and the wheel? I want to, I see them and I want to punch on. Punch on! <laughs> and so anyway, so, and I of course am doing the whole, ugh, like I'm just taking the stairs because you guys are all standing and monopolizing the escalator and I can't walk past you because you're taking your bags on there as well. And also because you count your steps now. Yeah. And I get up to like the second step and I trip. And the only word that you can use for it is splay. I splayed across those stairs. Were you wearing a skirt? No, I had my jeans on. I whacked my knee into the corner of a step. My phone... I don't know if you can, my phone, uh, my phone, the corner of my phone whacked into the corner of another step and shattered. Um, my pinky finger on my left hand jammed onto another step and reefed the nail back. And I went down with a chorus of all these people on the escalator going, Oh, that looked like that would have hurt. And someone said, that would have hurt. And did you give them the look of a thousand No, because I was deaths. in that land when you first do that and your whole body feels like electricity is running through it, yeah. like trying to ascertain whether you are Someone actually... Someone come and take your pulse. So this guy who then almost tripped over me because he was behind me, he actually sort of helped pick me up and just like, are you okay? And I'm like, not really. Oh, it fucking hurts. And he kept going and I was just like... So I got to uh, Movida in Sydney Airport had three glasses of wine, a plate of chorizo, and then three cheese and leek croquettes for the princely sum of at the end. Eight like the million bill. dollars. The bill was like $70. <laughs> Got to Adelaide, and then I had the roughest guts all weekend, and I reckon it was because of all that fat that I ate on Friday night at the bloody airport. Anyway, that was a great story, wasn't it? You're welcome. <laughs> 
have you have you joined our Patreon yet? Are you oh, contributing? Yes. Are you contributing towards our our livelihood? Our demise. How many mm. Patreons do we have now? We've got quite a few. And we've got uh, 103,000 downloads. And we are going to come back to you in the next couple of days with a date for our party. It's going to be super casual and just turn up. Turn up. Like, bring your mates. Yep. That's the plan. Um, okay, next question. Next question. I can't go through every question. There's a lot of questions today. Um, oh, no secrets or questions, but just wanted to... This is from Belinda. I love... Let's hold hands. <laughs> No questions or secrets, but just wanted you to know how your podcast and the Flusher Facebook group have helped me this year so far with your wit and wisdom. Went for a routine mammogram for for the first time after being too scared to do so. Got a marina. Confronted a bully situation at work, which helped a couple of colleagues get better well-being. Read more books. Shaved my face. Got over nipple hair shame. <laughs> Changing career at the end of this year to be more of a yoga teacher and less of a bureaucrat. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's the nicest thing I think oh, no. anyone has ever. And we saw each other in Adelaide. Oh, did you? Had you met her before? Belinda? I Belinda, I think. No, but I'd, we'd spoken to each other. I'd, she'd, I'd spoken to her for a story I was doing on the ABC. And, uh, yes. And we, she came up to me. She came up to me oh, in really? Central Market in Adelaide. She was there to see her son. Oh, that's so awesome. And we had a big hug. I was like, I was like oh my God, it's you. I love it that. It was so great. I so love great. So much. And then someone else saw me at Adelaide Airport when I was wearing my cape. <laughs> and I did actually ask them if they saw me crying because I kind of came <laughs> undone at Adelaide Airport, which seems to now be my thing. I seem to get through the weekend in Adelaide. And I think because I'm seeing so many people and it's, you know, I'm just in a new place and it's, uh, you know, there's just lots of emotions. And I get to Adelaide Airport and it's either that or it's the fact that Adelaide Airport is just so depressing that, um, yeah, I, I tend to end up having quite a big cry. And I said to her, did you see me cry? She says, no, no, just you go and just cape. Oh, why didn't you come up and say hello? I know. If you see either of us in public, you must come and say hello. Because we live off that shit. We do. We are egotistical <laughs> maniacs. You must come up and say hello. Um, and also, we're both very nice. And no, seriously. Yeah, we're very nice. And it means well, so much. Well, I'm a bit nicer than you. Oh, well, sometimes. Not this week. <laughs> Not this week. <laughs> You've probably seen me crying around the place. Uh, Cindy, I'm going to finish off with this one. Cindy. Oh, and can we just say, Donna, thank you for coming back and doing the recap. Oh, we Donna. We really missed you. Yes. And your recaps are so funny. So good. We love you. And I don't. And there's no pressure on you. You don't have to do it every week. It's yes, just, you do. No, you do not. It's just a delight when you have to do it. Cindy lies. Okay, because we're so stylish. (laughs) How do you update your look? I'm 45 and feeling very blah lately. I've grown my hair, but most most days I am wearing a ponytail at 45. And when I straighten it, I'm not happy with it. And then I pull it back and I put on weight for the first time ever. We both work and our kids are adults. We have the funds for new clothes makeup etc but i'm scared i will look like i'm having a midlife crisis oh amber gives her the best advice amber says and amber i know amber she's a local lady who reached out and so i went on a blind date as i tend to do sometimes did you she is amber is the most stunningly stylish 
um, woman. Oh, really? Oh, she's beautiful. No. Um, so I'm going to share with you on Amber because I think Amber has better advice than yours. My advice was excellent. Um, Cindy, I would find a stylist to help you pick out some key pieces in your colour that works for you within your budget. Some of the big malls have them within DJs and Maya, or there are some good independent people around. Find a great hair and makeup person. Are you in Sydney? I know an amazing mature aid lady who is a hair and makeup person who does personal styling sessions. <sighs> she has done my makeup for 15 years. <laughs> She's so lovely and down to earth. It works. She works with individuals, corporates, to help transform people. Hey, I've got a question for Amber about that. When she says she does her makeup, what does that mean? What does that mean? Well, she's like, very, she, does, like, she goes to events. If she goes to events and that's the stuff, so she gets this woman to do her makeup? Yeah, she's like okay. full, like, glam. Yeah, okay. I can't even see my face in the magnifying mirror to do my makeup these days. Something has happened to my skin this week. Oh, is it as dry as a nun's nasty? Dry as a nun's nasty. Well, no, it's not. It's just, it's gone really patchy and really. Where are you in your cycle? Because I'm so across this You year. really are across this I, just like I know, I'm you're like actually, a gynecologist. You're going. <laughs> come on, show me it's your papery, JJ. It's literally going to become Doctor Kate and and my and my guinea pig, Kim. Yes, yes. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah, look at this. Look at that. Now that do you know what? Oh, okay. Whereabouts in your cycle are you? I don't know. Yeah, you'd be sort of ovulating. But that actually, oh no, I'm past all that. I'm day nineteen, I think. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That used to just be this weird little... That is a pimple. It's not a pimple. It's like a growth. I reckon it's like a skin tag growing on my face. And I picked at it at work on Monday and it bled like a motherfucker. Let me have a look. See, look at it. That one or that one or that one or that one? (laughs) Which one? (laughs) Which one? (laughs) That one. The pimple. What am I working with? The pimple one, not just the red blotchy skin bit. That 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 raised bit. Okay. What we're looking at here. Yeah. It's a bit of congestion. Congestion. Mm. And what do I do with that? I would do some gentle exfoliation. Yes. Um, And I wouldn't hit it too hard with a very heavy serum. Not only am I a gynecologist, I'm also a beauty technician. A beautician. I'll give you something to use on that. Anyway, that's all we've got time for today in the hot flush. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm sorry. Thank you, everyone. Sorry that we rambled. We did not have one note. Not one note. Was it better? Was it worse? I don't know. It was more important for. It was actually more important for Kate and I. (laughs) It was our therapy to actually just see each other and just go. (laughs) And you all just got to be a part of it. And thank you so much for listening. Honestly, we we had a big old blubber last last week after um, all your messages and love, and we're just so very very. Hashtag so blessed. So blessed. Um, So leave a review. Some of the reviews have been so awesome. Yes. And we got up to number four or something last week. Number four on the like uh, top the top hundred list. I know. So Australia. if you could do that again, that'd yeah, be awesome. Just... So tell your friends, join the Facebook page, and as we like to say, just keep plucking.